Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend Enfuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona. Hello. The show's namesake, BJ Shea, is on assignment, but we got Joey D's running the board. Hey! On today's show, we've got a whole lot of just random stuff. Some really fun things, including sea shanties. Yes. Some movie talk, some gaming talk, some comic talk, some talk talk, and of course, the geek sheet with Vicky B. Did you say TikTok? No, I said talk talk. Oh, talk talk. I like both. Actually, we will have TikTok. Oh! Hey, look at you! Hey! Yeah! Hey, Vicky, how can people get a hold of us? Get a hold of us via <laughs> our website, bjgeeknation.com! Get our blogs, podcasts, and more! more. Or just search for BJ's Geek Nation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Radio.com, and iTunes to find us. Yes. And yeah, uh, TikTok is a thing that we don't have an account on. Uh, we have our own, you know, personal accounts because I can get down to that. It's better than doom scrolling, just uh, going through the old TikToks and watching funny videos. <laughs> the big trend of 2021 on TikTok is actually the sea shanty. Yes. People have been taking actual sea shanties. Uh, the big one is the Wellerman, and you can search for them. It's really easy. It's a really good one that they're layering and doing their duets with and having a lot of fun with them. And uh, while not necessarily geeky, but done by geeks because mm-hmm. they're fun, uh, I did manage to find, thank you, Vicky, for sending them to yeah. me. <laughs> I spent lately way too much time on TikTok. Yeah, me too. We send so, a lot of videos just back and forth, just the most goofy things. You want my TikTok name? Just send me a message and I'll give it to you. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, one of the things with these sea shanties is that they're about sailing the open seas in the 1800s or the hell is going on. Well, mm-hmm. we needed some that actually had a geeky slant on them, a little bit more hardcore. So we uh, both found a couple of them that I uh, I thought were fantastic. And we'll start off with this one, and uh, we'll just say that it doesn't happen at the high seas, but more in space. There once was a ship, but to the skies the name of the ship was the Enterprise. Her nacelles lit, her phasers armed, oh blow, you red shirts blow. <laughs> Soon may the flagship come, bring a survey tea and Orion rum. One day when the scanning is done, engage and boldly go. Been not two weeks from sector one when we were sacked by Romulans. Red alert was called when captain said torpedoes make it so. <laughs> Soon may the flagship come bring us Earl Grey tea and Orion rum. One day when the scanning is done, engage and boldly go. Before our foe had reached the hull, the shields were raised and power at full. Screen went dark, the Romulans gone when they engaged their cloak. Soon may the flagship come, bring us Earl Grey tea and Orion rum. One day when the scanning is done, engage and boldly go. I love that one. Obviously, Star Trek, if you didn't notice mm-hmm. that. Uh, the next one, Vicky, I think this one was made specifically for you. I want to be the very best like no one ever was. <laughs> to catch them is my real test and to train them is it's my cause. Hey. I will travel across the land searching far and wide for Pokemon to understand the power that's inside. Hey. Catch them all, catch them all, it's you and me. Catch them all, catch them all, it's our destiny. Hey. Come with me, we'll sail the seas, cause you're my best friend. We'll fight, protect, and conquer in a world we must defend. Catch them all, catch them all, it's me and you. Catch them all, <laughs> catch them all, our hearts will pull us through. He'll teach me. 
teach you <laughs> Pokemon. Catch them all. <sighs> that is, by the way, one of my favorite songs to sing in karaoke. Is the Pokemon theme? The Pokemon theme, because not all bars have them, but when I can, I will sing the Pokemon theme <laughs> as well as the Mulan. Be a man. Really? Be swift as, like, the whole bar lights up, especially if it's a millennial crowd. Oh, Everyone yeah. loses their mind. That is funny. Can we, like, have a, once things open up, I want to go to a karaoke night where we all do sea shanties. Yes. Um, how can I get that going? Um, You need to find a place that has sea shanties or. I could just do this. <laughs> just see how people are going to sing. Uh, one of my, like, actually, uh, the last party that I had at my house because I have a steampunk bar in my at my home called the Brass Kraken. The last party I had uh, almost a year ago now was a karaoke party. <laughs> people loved it, and people were singing the most random things. That would be the place where you could we could sing sea shanties, and I would be down for it. We've oh, got to make that happen. I, I mean, see once we can, once we can once safely, we can make it happen. Yeah, but, like, I got, I got to start looking for all these sea shanties, like with nerdy songs. Like, I want to see if they can, if they've done a Sailor Moon one, like Ooh, the Sailor Moon intro. Yeah. Because recently, I think I saw another TikTok trend where somebody was saying, "Hey, what is the best intro to a TV series of all, like maybe even an animated series of all time?" And this person picked. Uh, the Sailor Moon one, which is he was a really big dude, so it was even funnier to watch him <laughs> sing it. Uh, but I think that and Pokemon are probably up there, and Scooby Doo. See, I want to. I would love to hear a Gummy Bears Sea Shanty oh my God. because that was a great song. And is if you don't, the, remember, I'm a Gummy Bear. No, 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 that's the damn viral song. No, yeah. we're talking Disney Afternoon Gummy okay. Bears bouncing here and there and everywhere. Oh, oh okay. you're just not even. Okay, well, you need to I look. Like that's I've, your homework. I've, I feel like I've heard it before, but I can't get the other one out of my head. Yeah, I know. Well, you can watch it on Disney Plus, so don't okay. worry about that. You I have know. homework to do. Uh, and, yeah, sorry about that, <laughs> uh, but not sorry. Uh, now, also, speaking of Disney Plus, there is going to be a show that... Actually, I would love to hear their uh, uh, their intro as a sea shanty as well. They're bringing back The Muppet Show <gasps> all five seasons. And we're talking classic Muppet Show. So this played on HBO way back in the day, which I was surprised I didn't get it. But I guess, you know, whatever's going on with whoever has what. Mm -hmm. But yes, starting you can start to stream the classic series from The Muppets on February 19th. So you've got a little bit of time, but you can check out some of those old ones. And this was when they were actually doing a show and they would have celebrities coming in and it's not the 15 episode I think it was 15 episode reboot that they did which is more like an office type reboot that they did on ABC a couple of years back I thought that one was cool and I think that one's still available but this is the classic Muppet show oh it's time it's time to light the lights you guys need to watch this mm -hmm. it's fantastic I love it and I hope you guys are actually going to check it out because is Kermit the Frog a Muppet yes, yes. Kermit okay. the Frog is a Muppet and he's one of the main players in the Muppet show oh I know he's a player yeah, yeah well <laughs> he's essentially the backstage director uh, he's the one telling everyone to go do their things and then obviously participating in bits and stuff but this is the one where you got like pigs in space <laughs> when you got to see animal kind of going nuts with uh, Dr teeth and because they were the house band mm -hmm. so there was a lot of that stuff that you see from the uh the newer series but this is the classic awesome version which is funny because my dad used to watch it in spanish so whenever he wants to refer to the actual show lost in space on netflix he's like hey when are we watching uh the puerquitos en el espacio or pigs in space <laughs> and that's him referring to lost in space puerquitos puerquitos <laughs> uh but i remember i never really watched the show i watched the movies 
And I think my favorite one is Muppets Take Manhattan. And yeah. guess what? I watch that mostly in Spanish. Interesting. So, and my dad always quotes like the rat scene when they're in the, the Rizzo, restaurant when yeah. Rizzo, when he's a waiter and he brings all his friends. It's like, uh, it's, it's something we quote all the time. It's like, ay, que mal me siento. That's Chester because he's sick. <laughs> Hola y Yolanda. Hola. Hola. Yeah, so. Oh, I, yeah, Yolanda was the other rat. Yeah, because he like tells, all, like, hey, these are all my rat friends. And so we, yeah, it's kind of dumb how, how much we quote it. I think it's adorable. Uh, <laughs> speaking of other streaming services, if you've, uh, like most people, stuck indoors the uh, last year, maybe you've watched everything on Netflix or you feel that you've watched everything on Netflix. Netflix is actually going to do something in the first half of this year that may help you with this. They're adding a shuffle feature. For their movies. So now you can just hit play, and uh, it looks like the feature's been in test mode. Um, and it really kind of depends on who's using it right now because they're still testing out some of the stuff. But it's a shuffle play button upon login or on the menu slider. So essentially, uh, it'll appear to play on the because you watched aspect of Netflix. The choices are based on previous content viewed, meaning you likely won't get something totally random, but also you won't get something you've seen before. So it'll be like, if you like this, you'll like this. And and they'll throw that in there. So maybe you've been watching a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of cyberpunk stuff or a lot of uh, genre anime stuff. Both are very available on Netflix. They'll lead you down that road and continue to do that. Superhero movies, even there are any more left on Netflix. <laughs> it's going to be detective thrillers, man. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You've been big on the detective thrillers? No, but I just know like things that have interest me on Netflix that I don't watch are like those movies that are about either, you know, murders gone wrong and they okay. have to go investigate them or courtroom like things like that. So I just know it's going to be like, hey, you know what you should watch next? This next serial killer get caught because they have all those documentaries on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of those. It's the bread and butter. I mean, even looking at podcasts and stuff like that, the biggest ones out there are the true crime ones. Yep. And so, I mean, it makes sense. Everyone wants to watch those. And they're interesting. They are. And they're freaky real. Yeah. And that was the one thing, especially, I mean, uh, when Unsolved Mysteries came back, uh, I went back and wanted to watch some of the older ones. And I was like, because I remember them being, there were some that were creepy. Like, oh, maybe this is a supernatural thing. Then I realized that most of them are like un un literal unsolved mysteries that are crime. Yeah, like, and dude. I was like, well, these are less fun than I was hoping for. I want like hmm. the ghosts or like maybe a chupacabra <laughs> or something like that or a Sasquatch. Ooh, Sasquatch. Yeah, not so much on those. Those those are other shows like on the Travel Network. If you want to look at like the most haunted places in America and like hunting squatch and stuff like that. Hunting squatch is actually, a think, great actually, show. I actually think it's name. called Squatchin. <laughs> Squatchin. Yeah, that might actually be the name of the show. Uh, the corrections department out there, Nationals, you can let me know. And this is what the shuffle button's for, baby. I got to find these great yeah, shows. Yeah, exactly. And that's one of those things as well. If you're a person who doesn't like maybe the science of a room or like you don't want to sit down and watch something because maybe you're doing something else. I know, Vicky, you end up streaming a a lot of stuff that you've already seen. Mm -hmm. A lot Just of Harley Quinn, a lot of Crossing Swords, you know, Mystery Glacias, uh, Big Mouth. <laughs> with the, yeah, it's like with this, it's maybe not something you want to watch like and pay total attention to, but you want to have something on. It's essentially watching old school television, which weren't they trying to break you away from that? Hey, there are no commercials on this one. Oh, that's true. Mm. Good point on that. Uh, talking some comic book talk because, well, it is Wednesday, which is comic book day for many people. Um, life's about to get a lot easier for DC Comics fans. I got this on The Nerdist, and it says DC Universe Infinite will be bringing more than 25,000 comics online. 
It looks like this is going to be the company's replacement for the DC Universe, mm-hmm. and it's the big answer to Marvel Unlimited, which was the same thing in terms of uh, what they're going on with this. You could just pay a price and read a whole bunch of comic books. And this is essentially what happened because they had with the DC Universe app, mm-hmm. Vicky had that to watch uh, Harley Quinn. Uh-huh. And, and Doom Patrol. And Doom Patrol. And then they moved those to HBO Max. So they're kind of wondering what we're going to do with this. Well, I figure probably a lot of people stopped subscribing to it when they realized they're not getting their shows. And now they're saying, hey, no, 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 no. We, we, we still have comic books if you want to read those. So this will happen starting actually as of last week. Um, Yeah, it's out. As of now, U.S. residents will be able to access over 25,000 issues of graphic novels and normal issues online. The massive massive library will include bestsellers like Hellblazer, Lucifer, Batman, Damned, V for Vendetta, Superman Year One, Preacher, Mr. Miracle, ooh, Mr. Miracle, and Dark Knight's Death Metal. It will also immediately start adding more titles from labels like Vertigo, DC Black, and Milestone Media. Um, it will have a whole new design. It will have all the different features. It will have an enhanced comic reader, upgraded library for favorites and custom lists, and a home screen widget and customizable app icon. So, you know, basically the standard stuff when you're looking at apps, but they're rebranding it, making it better, and realizing that, yeah, people do want DC Comics in a digital form. And, like, I am such an old lady. Like, in theory... <laughs> This is awesome. And same with like the Marvel app and like any comic book app. I just, I like reading. Like I have, it's funny because like I'm starting to, I'm now finally at the age where I need actual reading glasses. Like I've never had glasses in my entire life. I'm becoming old. I need glasses now (laughs) so I can look up close. So technically looking at something on my iPad that I could zoom in on sounds perfect. I just need the book, man. And that's I've realized that it's I'm cheaper. And I'm and that, but I'm more okay when it comes down to something like this. Uh, strangely enough, I just found my old iPad, uh, <laughs> and it worked. I like I charged it and it plugged in. It's like maybe a second gen iPad, so it's old and it's super slow. Like I don't dare update anything because nope. it'll probably brick it. But I removed a whole bunch of apps. Um, one of the ones that I did keep on it was some of the games that are bigger, like Lords of Waterdeep or yep. Ticket to Ride, because it's better to play on the bigger screens. Yep. Um, but the other one I got was Comixology. And I still have that because I liked the guided view when it came down mm-hmm. to it. And it was really solid, and I liked that. So... I don't have that hang-up that you mm-hmm. have when it comes to it. So digital readers are really actually kind of handy, and this might be one of the few apps that I'm putting back on that. We'll see if it crashes the machine or not, mm. because uh, my my Deadpool pinball crashes. Mm. It won't run. It's too old. <laughs> Maybe you need to put that in for your birthday list coming up in, what, five months? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, I need a new iPad. Maybe. Does it break the fourth wall on your uh, app? Uh, yes, actually, the pinball, the Deadpool pinball, does break the fourth That's wall. Awesome. That's it, it was pretty fantastic. Yeah, it was the Zen pinball. It was one of the few ones that I actually bought, like the add-ons of. It was absolutely worth it. That and the Captain America ones were actually really solid pinball games. <laughs> um, other comic book news, but on the other side, there we got Marvel. They're teasing in all new Heroes Reborn. Uh, you may not know what this was going on, but in the uh, uh, back in the nineties, ninety six and ninety seven, there was a comic uh, event called Heroes Reborn. Um, They released a teaser, which was literally just a big orange brick with uh, Heroes Reborn (laughs) and then whatever happened to Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Uh, The image says all of that and then the year 2021. 
So we'll have to assume it's going to happen this year. Um, if you didn't know what Heroes Reborn was, it was a massive crossover between 96 and 97 with titles featuring such Marvel mainstays as the Avengers, the Fantastic Four, Doctor Doom, and the Hulk. Marvel famously outsourced the event to Jim Lee's Wildstorm Studios and Rob Liefeld's Extreme Studios after the two former employees left the company and founded Image Comics. During Heroes Reborn, Marvel relaunched Fantastic Four, Avengers, Iron Man, Captain America with new number one issues, and Thor was retitled Journey into Mystery. As for the story itself, Heroes Reborn began with the Avengers, Fantastic Four, and Doctor Doom being reborn after seemingly dying while fighting Onslaught. If you don't know Onslaught, that was a whole big convoluted thing uh, story as well. Involved Charles Xavier and Magneto basically merging into personalities, and it became Onslaught, and Onslaught was Whoa. badass. The mm. 90s are a really weird time for comic books. Um, in reality, though, they were transported to a pocket universe by Franklin Richards. See? Nuts. Uh, while sales during that was largely favorable, the event proved controversial among fans due to changes made by certain characters uh, in relation to Marvel's sliding timeline. So we'll have to see where it goes with this and what they're going to be doing. But it stands to reason that more multi-pocket diver- uh, dimensions or something like that. I know that we're dealing with stuff like uh, Krakoa in the comic books and the fact that mutants don't technically die they're just kind of recloned at this point so death has been kind of not completely neutered but it's been one of those things where if a mutant dies you can kind of just repopulate them and they've been kind of using that because some mutants have lost their powers and have wanted to be killed so they can come back and get their powers so you're logan jr 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 (laughs) oh and uh, logan's back as well because wolverine he does get encased in adamantium and but he breaks out with a new uh stone like everything comics are always in flux and always confusing and that's why you want to check that stuff out right yes (laughs) to see how they're going to get back to that status quo. Um, Before we get to the Geek Sheet, one more item here. This is a fun one and very interesting because if you're a D&D adventurer... You or a DM, you know that they're, um, uh, you, you always want to have more adventures. And there's a new official D&D book, uh, which is stacked with mystery and adventure. Uh, the next official release from Wizards of the Coast will be called Candlekeep Mysteries. It's a hmm. book of 17 short adventures for characters level 1 through 16. And it hits game stores on March 16th, 2021. So it's a little bit uh, out there, but uh, each adventure is written by a different voice in the D&D community and crafted under the guidance of Chris Perkins. And one of the big things with this, and it's kind of like, it's one of those things where you don't realize it's not there because you're not part of a group that maybe not be uh, included in a lot of things. But this is one that actually is one of the adventures has a dungeon that is wheelchair accessible. Like, pointedly stated that it is wheelchair accessible, which is good in terms of just having people, if you're sitting at a table and playing, you want to have that inclusivity. You want to be included with all of the things that are going on. And if you're a person who is wheelchair bound or needs to use that for mobility, this helps get you into your character if you want to choose to do that. And I know that there's some people out there 
um, who um, uh, absolutely embrace this and have even put out like things like a battle chair, like a, a wheelchair that is like battle ready, which is kind of cool to have because you have all different types of chairs, people out there for different levels of mobility. And so having something like this is not a bad thing, even though some, you know, poo-pooers out there mm-hmm. are like, well, what's going on with this? It's like, if you don't like it, don't use it. Yeah, I thought you meant that because you were talking about Professor Xavier. I literally thought this was a, a <laughs> campaign designed for a character like this. But I get that it's overall arc- overarching. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, and every tale in Candlekeep Mysteries centers around the enigmab- enig- enigmatic god. Damn. (laughs) Yes, that. The library of the Forgotten Realms, the Candlekeep. Um, The imposing fortress overlooks the churning sea of swords. It's always open to visitors with a caveat. Anyone wishing to enter must bring a book that's not already in the monk's collection. Uh, even, uh, even, uh, Chris Perkins tells Nerdist, it's a huge fortress that holds the greatest trove of lore. Mystery is built into its stones and it has made it an appearance in every edition of Dungeons and Dragons. And this book will add to its grand legacy. So a really awesome way to kind of get into either maybe like shorter, like one shots or, uh, something that can lead into bigger games, or maybe you just need something to tide over your group of level 16 characters to get you to the next thing. This is something that everybody who is a DM should pick up. And maybe if you're not a DM, uh, don't read all of the stories. If you think your DM might be using them, unless you're really good and you don't, you know, use those all for spoilers because, uh, I'm one of those person who does. So I don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I'm really excited to see all that. The, uh, version that they have out there, the collector's version, which they've been doing. Like if you want to have a fancy book in your collection, you can get the nicer quality. It looks fantastic. It's got a nice red cover with a gold trim worthwhile picking up. If you're one of those types of people who loves to get it and it'll also be available on dndbeyond.com, which is my preferred way to uh, get all of the books because I got all of the books. Now it is time to get to the Geek Sheet with Vicky B. All right, Vicky, what do you got? So, Zack Snyder. Okay. How do we feel about Zack Snyder as a whole? <sighs> it's interesting because I do like how faithful he really kind of is to the comic book movies in terms of the um, visual style. Mm-hmm. Like if you see something like 300 or Watchmen um, or even like some movies that are not good, like uh, uh, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. The, hey. Justice League. Oh, Justice League was the one. Yeah, it was it was one of those. And then even Sucker Punch, like Sucker Punch, visually amazing. The movie's not good. He makes beautiful movies. For he sure. does. He does. But kind of the rest of it seems to be kind of get lost in the sauce, not the storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If the, if oh, there he was, did Man of Steel as well. Okay, yeah. So if there's any movies that out there that you're like, I want to watch a movie, but I can watch it on mute, Zack Snyder movies would pretty much fit that bill perfectly for me. Yeah, I feel like there's more eh, movies and they're all are good. Yeah. I forgot that he uh, was a director of 300. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would say like, that's for that, my that, head. I thought it was somebody else, like for the no, longest time. Nope, nope, nope. I knew it was him from that, and uh, yeah, he took Frank Miller's style of the comic and really kind of ran with it. And it's it's a beautiful movie. It's a little it's a little doofy, a little goofy, but I I like it. And apparently, he's done stuff with like My Chemical Romance, which is pretty funny. That actually kind of would make a lot of yeah. sense if you look at their videos and stuff. I'm like, yeah, all right. So there is a 
a movie coming out that is in post-production that I hadn't even heard of, but I really like the cast, and I kind of want to see it, but I don't want to see it. Oh, really? Because it's a zombie movie. Ooh, which one? Army of the Dead. Yeah, I have heard about this one. Is it out yet? No, it's expected to come out this year. It is following a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas. A group of mercenaries take the ultimate gamble, <laughs> venturing into the quarantine <laughs> zone to pull off the greatest heist ever attempted. So this is a heist movie smack dab in the so, middle of a zombie apocalypse. It's like Ocean's Eleven meets any George Romero movie, which I like also because it also uses the of the dead title, which is nice because, you know, Night of the Living Dead and all of that mm-hmm. sort of stuff and Land of the Dead and all of those. <laughs> it's fun to kind of have that. And I mean... If you think about a zombie apocalypse and you think about some of the more populated areas that are going to get wrecked, uh, we see it with The Walking Dead with Atlanta. But Vegas is going to be one of those places that is utterly destroyed. I'm just curious as to why they think that people are going to give a crap about money after the zombie apocalypse. Like, um, U.S. tender like is going to mean nothing. It's going to be paper. We've seen that in... Oh, God. What was that? The the movie with Woody Harrelson and... Uh, uh, Zombieland. Yeah, Zombieland. Like, literally, like, uh, Woody Harrelson's character is crying and wiping his tears with all of the money he has because it's worthless. They said greatest heist. They never said anything about money. Ooh. All right. Solid. Could Solid be supplies. Point. It could be food. I don't know. Um, apparently, there. I think there is a trailer out already. This is coming to Netflix. By the way, yeah, which look is at pretty that. smart, but the cast is ridiculous. This is what got me wanting to see it. Dave Bautista, Hiro uh, Hiroyuki Sanada, who was in, I believe, Westworld, and he was also in um, the last Avengers movie, as well as what was oh in the Wolverine, uh, the Wolverine one where he's in uh, oh, Japan. Oh, he's the badass samurai guy. Mm-hmm. I remember oh, him. He's yeah. also going to be in Mortal Kombat. Yes. Oh, he's going to be Scorpion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's a pretty badass actor. I really love watching him. Uh, Anna de la Reguera, who was... The, okay, she's been in other really cool stuff, like in Narcos, Cowboys and Aliens, but I just love her because she was Sister Encarnacion <laughs> from Nacho Libre. Oh, Great I love movie. that movie. So good. But I do love the way she acts. Uh, Garrett Dillahunt, which he was also in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but uh, movie Looper, but I really love him oh, in, yeah. in the TV show Raising Hope where he was a lovable idiot. Will Jack Black be back with his tight pants? I really hope so. <laughs> I need to borrow some sweets. Oh, you. Uh, Theo Rossi, which if that name sounds familiar, it's because we've seen him in a lot of things, including Luke Cage. He was kind of like the right-hand man for, oh. um, I'm blanking on her name. Oh, I know who you're the, talking about. My, why is my brain? Yeah, he was Shades or Alvarez in oh, Luke Cage. Oh, yeah. He's a really good actor, too. Yeah, I've liked some of the stuff that he's been in. He's pretty intense. He was also in Sands of Anarchy. He was uh, Juan Carlos Juice Ortiz. Um, <laughs> I just I think he's just a phenomenal actor. And also... He's pretty. Uh, <laughs> but that's beside the point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here are eight quick things we know about Zack Snyder's movie. Because Zack Snyder, like, either it's going to be a fantastic movie or it's going to, like, with fantastic visuals, or, or, or it's just going to be a fantastically visual movie mm-hmm. that isn't good. Uh, Vegas is <laughs> a zombie movie, though. I'm already in. Yeah, I, you love Vegas. I do. So, yeah. So, like I said, it's going to be released in 2021 on Netflix. And it's Zack Snyder's return to the world of zombies. And it. It does seem like the movie itself will take place at some point in 2021. So it's going to be now instead of a future from what it seems like. Ooh, uh, it's an like alternate future because, I mean, we don't have some. We don't, yet. Uh, 2021 is just starting. 
Um, COVID mutated to a zombie strain, Joe, stop it. What? Sorry. Stop it's it. It's not the first time someone saw it. COVID-20. Oh my <laughs> uh, it says, with what sounds to be an extremely action-packed horror thrill ride, it wouldn't be completely out of the realm of possibility to see the movie drop on streaming service at some point in the summer months. So Army of uh, the Dead follows a group of mercenaries attempting a heist in a zombie-fested uh, Las Vegas. It sounds like it's going to be one hell of a ride. Uh, so about the des- the description of the plot, the movie follows the group of the heavily armed mercenaries who decided to plan a casino heist in Las Vegas, which has been closed off to the rest of the world after the city of sin is turned into the city of the dead after a plague is released at the Area 51 military base. Of course. So, okay, so it sounds like the whole world isn't infected. It's just Vegas. That's kind of an interesting point with so, that. Th- and it huh. could be money because they can just be like, okay... It's like a lot of those deep sea divers trying to go down to the Titanic to find all the gold and treasure or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's a really dangerous ride, but if I get it, I'll be rich when I come back. This movie's going to be awesome. <laughs> Even if it's bad, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And I'm pretty down with all of this. Also, I forgot that uh, Zack Snyder also directed uh, one of the other George mm-hmm. Romero, Dawn of the Dead. Yes. So, And that one was, uh, I think it was ghost written. Maybe it was actually the script was written by James Gunn, mm-hmm. which is why it was actually a decent remake. And with Zack Snyder's uh, 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 visuals when it comes mm-hmm. down to that, it, it was a really good romp. So, you know what? Is that the one where they're in the mall? Yeah. I actually saw that one. Yeah, that one is really good. Even the original, I, I don't know if it's better than the original, but I mean, decades later with technology, they still use fantastic uh, practical effects. Was Bruce Campbell in that one? No. Okay. I don't I'm know. Of somebody Maybe. Else. I don't know. I saw it when I was 15 because I had a boyfriend who loved zombies and I had to watch it. I'm with you, though. That's what makes a great zombie movie is when you have a lot of like actual practical effects and mm-hmm. not just CGI. Mm-hmm. And even like with, uh, I know it's supposed to be goofy and stuff, but like Army of Darkness and Evil Dead, the series, and like it, it, that's something I can watch. Even though it creeps me out sometimes, it is the practical effects make it both funny and fun. Yes. So even if it wasn't like goofy, I'd still find it very interesting to see how they pull it off. Uh, so apparently Zack Snyder told EW back, or sometime in January, obviously, it is a full-blown balls-to-the-wall <laughs> zombie heist movie. So it's genre on genre, genre on genre in a great way. So you expect pure zombie mayhem, and you get that 100%. But also you get these really amazing characters on a fantastic journey. It's going to surprise people that there's a lot of warmth and real emotion with these great characters. And Joe, I know you're down for this anyway because it's in Vegas, mm-hmm. but it's got a Star Trek Discovery alum. Uh, Tig Notaro is coming uh, onto this project as nice. a, yeah, as it seems to be maybe a, uh, a, a helicopter pilot with hmm. is a little bit of a sarcastic streak. Oh. So that'd be kind of fun to see that. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Dave Bautista is going to be the leader of this army. That uh, makes he's sense. probably one of the more bankable stars uh, in this movie, according to the article. So, you know, he's very excited and optimistic about this, even though he turned down a chance to work with James Gunn on the Suicide Squad, the new oh, one he came in. So, wow. I think hopefully, that, hopefully, that won't be like a deciding factor and he like regrets that because, I mean, yeah. Like, I'm excited for the Suicide Squad. I'm super excited for this Army oh, of the Dead, though. And he says, expect Romero-style zombies in Army of, dead, of yes! the Dead. Yes! That's no. all you need. You need them shamblers. You don't need 24 days or 28 huh. days later. Oh, this is how good it's going to be. There is already a prequel film and animated series in the works. Ooh, so, storyline. I like that. So the fact that they already are doing this... It's going to be a new connected universe, everybody. So, the zombie universe. Hopefully it's good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and exactly. they don't cancel those because of it. <laughs> well, let me know what you guys think. And until next time, stay nerdy. <laughs>